0: You're listening to the Soul Coach Podcast. Our soul is the body and spirit together. And sometimes to get these two aligned, you need a little coaching. I am McKay Tao Tu, your soul coach. If you are ready to partner with God to end and clear generational junk so you can be the mom you want to be, rock your business, and love your today, you're in the right place. Now, Let's ignite that beautiful soul of yours. Hello, hello, and welcome. I am Soul Coach McKay Tautu, and this is Soul Coaching, so open up your heart, open up your mind, and open up your spirit to the shifts that you're going to feel today. I'm so glad you're here because we're diving in deep. We're going to get raw and real about what the journey of of generational healing looks like and the success on all levels that can come into your life when you gain this empowering perspective. When you are able to identify the destructive patterns in your life that aren't you and step into your personal power. So on the show today, I have a woman who we can all learn a thing or two from, a thing or a thousand from. She, She's powered through some of life's Biggest trials that you could imagine. And she's done it with strength and she's done it with courage and she's done it with resilience and she's done it with belief. Keely Martinez is an extremely successful businesswoman. She leads a team of thousands of entrepreneurs and she inspires them by keeping it real, by telling it like it is, and by empowering them to step into their power what they're good at, who they are, and she believes she believes it to her through her whole core of what we're capable of. Keely is a mom, she's an influencer, and I am so grateful she's my friend. So Keely, welcome. Thank you so much for for being willing to come on here and share your voice and inspire us today.
1: Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. This I mean, you have been such a just angel placed in my life at the perfect time and i am so grateful to share this work with you because i think that this type of healing is something that everyone no matter what your background no matter what your situation what your life looks like there's we're here to heal and we're here to step into the driver's seat of that and i think that when you have the correct guidance with this process, it can feel empowering versus overwhelming. And so I'm really grateful to be side by side with you and be chatting about this topic. Oh, I love hearing you say
0: that because as women... You know, If we go to a hairdresser that we love, we tell everyone about them, right? If we have a product we love, we tell everyone. And I feel like this is the most important message right now that we can tell everyone because we are a generation of generational healers. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, where do we even start, Keely? I want to hear a little bit about your story. I want everyone to just feel... Like they're sitting here with me on my big, huge, cozy couch, and we are just girlfriends talking. So whatever you want to share, whatever you feel comfortable with, let's just hear a little bit of your story, and we'll dive into how the generational healing has really transformed and helped you become who you are right now.
1: Yeah. So I, you know, it's interesting looking at your life and kind of isolated incidences. You can think that you know, oh, I've grown into this person, or I, um, this life incidence has kind of catapulted me into this awareness. But I really, truly think a lot of these, I, I call them traumas, and not to, to overemphasize the word trauma, or to desensitize it, but in, in the sense that we all have our own individual traumas that we have either been taught by a, you know, a loved one, uh, a caring guardian, or a parent, or a teacher at one point, Um, or there's things that are literally kind of embedded into our DNA, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes we can think, like, how how did I get here? And that's, I guess, this whole past year, couple years, I've kind of felt that deep within my soul. Like, how did I get here? Kind of feeling a little bit lost in my own life, where on the outside, it's like, wow, she has so much success. She runs multiple businesses. Um, you know, it has this huge level of influence, you know, and again, kind of on the surface, um, looking like my life is is very glossed over, where internally, I was quickly slipping into what I call a shell of myself. I was playing the role that I thought I had to play to keep everyone happy, to make sure that everyone was proud of me and to show up in, in an energy that, you know, my ego for sure got stroked. And it was, that was the way that I received love was, wow, you did a great job. Right. And, and I Mm -hmm. think especially as, as little girls or as young women, we can relate to that where it's like, you get that positive feedback and you feel, oh my gosh, I, you know, I'm worthy of, of this form of love and recognition. And I think that this past few years, it's almost like my soul had this awakening that like, no, life isn't meant to be like this. And it's, it's this constant nudge And, um, almost like your best friend who's standing next to you, like kind of elbowing you when like (laughs) that cute boy walks by and he keeps looking at you and you're so like kind of ignorantly blissful to like, even recognizing that, that the cute boy is looking at you. Right. And like, it's, that's how I feel. (laughs) My soul is constantly like elbowing me like, Hey, let's like, can we pay attention here? Because actually isn't how life is meant to be. And like, we have some work here. And if you had told me a few years ago, like this would be generational trauma that had to be, you know, brought to the surface and actually, you know, um, healed with, with bringing in, you know, my savior and God and my angels and, and allowing myself to be supported in that, I would have told you like, no, I'm fine because I, I've, I've trained myself so well to tell people and to tell myself and to convince myself that no, I'm fine. Like things are fine. I'm great. Like I'm thriving where I, I truly, what I hope people start to realize is you do, we all have that internal compass inside that's screaming at you. Like, no, this is actually not how life is meant to be. And I think with, with my personal story, I mean, I'm going through the tail end of a, of a very long divorce and um you know really have invited God into my divorce process, into my choosing of myself, into my healing of my own generational traumas and choosing to divorce in love. And I know that for so many people they may hear that phrase and think it's so backwards. Mm-mm. But it is it is who my soul is at its core is to pour love over even situations that may feel awful or may feel detrimental and choosing to see the role that I've played and what I'm here to be taught to to actually heal. And again, this is where I look back at kind of my lineage of relationships through the women in my family from you know, my mom's side, and there's a lot of trauma. There's a lot of trauma throughout that whole lineage. And to think that that doesn't impact, again, we're looking at our DNA, and to think that that doesn't impact that is, is actually naive in a sense. And so I think that this is where literally God knew that I needed you in my life. <laughs> and hand plucked you out of this world and literally plopped you right in front of me and was like her. You need her and we're going to heal this because the other thing is, is when you have people like McKay in your life where, where you're able to actually look at something and not with judgment, but with understanding and compassion and love and releasing and you're able to give that trauma back to your, your God and allow them to release you from it. It literally flips it in a second and i've had that experience multiple times and and i i feel like this work as much as it heals it's you're almost like peeling back a layer of an onion right where yep. where it's like you you heal something and all of a sudden you're like oh but there's this too and and not to say that it, the work never ends but the curiosity the the courageous curiosity behind this all of a sudden you feel empowered and like, wow, if I can heal this, I could also heal this. And I can also help myself to, to attract the people into my life to either help me heal this or to attract the right people that, that are my, you know, people who I need around me to, to support me through this.
0: It's so interesting. You get on the vibration of healing and, and this positive, um, perspective and focus and you're all this sudden on the vibration of the people who can help you heal right mm-hmm. and I think it's so important to to go back to where you're realizing like wait a second I am just everyone else's picture of who I should be and I I don't even know who I am and I don't know if this is what I want like the very first stage is where you realize it is time for generational healing is when you get that loneliness yes. of no one gets it no one gets it. Mm-hmm. And if you go back to our ancestors and our DNA, for those who don't know, there's other podcasts I've got on on exactly what generational healing is. But in short, every experience we go through is recorded in every cell of our body. It just is. That's a fact. It's recorded. And when we deal with it and move through it, it releases. It moves through and releases. If we don't deal with it, And we carry that pain or that fear or that self-esteem, whatever emotion is, is powerful and sticks to that, it is literally a genome in your DNA, on that little helix, on that chromosome. And it's passed down through the egg, through the sperm, to the next generations. If you study epigenetics, epigenetics is the energy around that little genome and can turn it on or off. So that's why certain parts of your life, you'll start with patterns or something will trigger a pattern and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Where'd this come from? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's probably generational. And that is a lonely space when you start to realize that I don't feel like I'm myself. I don't feel like this isn't me. This isn't the pattern I want. How come this keeps happening? Right.
1: Well, and I think too, with that, it it will keep coming up.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It's healed. And so that's something that, um, you know, I've been kind of researching into our masculine and feminine energy and everyone has masculine and feminine energy. And so I feel like for me personally, my masculine energy pushes things back down. Like, Oh, we don't like, we don't need to address this. (laughs) This will just go through. (laughs) Let's just bury this under this massive big girl pants. right? Right. And like, and, and that is truly where I just have realized that, A, it's okay to call in support for this process, right? A hundred percent. And I also think that it takes a lot of courage um, and a lot of conviction and a lot of self-permission to allow yourself to look at some of this stuff, right? Because I I also think that sometimes we're taught, you know, like our our parents did the best they could with what they knew and, and it's it's releasing any judgment towards our parents. It's releasing any judgment towards ourselves. It's releasing any judgment towards others. Um, I think when you do this healing, it actually helps, um, to bring up a lot of compassion for others too. Yes. That we all have some type of generational trauma. And so often it's, it wasn't chosen by us. Um, but it is a choice now as adults to heal it and to break it and even this this choosing out of of my marriage as much as my ex-husband is um he's a good man he's a good dad it's it's just this this chapter of my life has come to a close mm-hmm. i also look at my children i have three kids and i look at them and i i realize by making this choice that i'm breaking this generational imprint of not choosing yourself and not choosing the love that you personally need and, and becoming just the caretaker for other people, trying to create an environment where everyone else can thrive, but you have abandoned your own emotions. You've abandoned yourself. Yes.
0: And you've brought up such an important part probably the most important part is that we don't we can't do this alone we we literally can't and everybody knows that i'm a god girl we need god in this we need our savior in this um tell me tell me kind of your your thoughts about that because i know that that has been a super huge door that you've opened and understood love on a deeper level and a deeper perspective than ever
1: Yeah, I think that, um, you know, I, I have been blessed with the ability to communicate very clearly with God. Um, I have a, I don't, I'm not subscribed to any specific religion, but I have a very strong relationship with my savior and with knowing that I'm always supported. I am always safe. I am always protected and that his guidance is always so much better than what I think or I believe my life should look like, where I should serve, how I should show up. And I think that that for me, keeping him at the center, especially, I mean, when you're dealing with some of these traumas, when you're breaking some of these habits, it can, it can feel like somebody has completely filleted you open and left you. Mm-hmm. This is where you need to have some type of solid, support with your family and friends, but also a solid support with your savior to know that you are supported even in the darkest moments of this healing. You still have so much love being poured over you and so much um, guidance still there. You're never alone. You're never abandoned in this life. And I know that for me, holding him center in my healing process has just given me the, the clarity to know that this decision, even though there's been days that have felt so jolting and so scary. And there's, you know, my ego for sure wants to just like, just go back, just make it, just make it all go away. Like we don't need to do this today is kind of the energy that um, my ego comes at me with. And you know, I I just have to constantly realign myself with God and knowing that um, I am so safe and protected to be my true authentic self. And just feeling that love pouring over me, feeling that love um, of just safety, truly. Because that's, people ask me, you know, how'd you how did you find the courage to make these decisions? How did you find the courage to to voice, you know, kind of where your heart is at. And and truly it's because I I trust in God's plan more than I can ever trust in my own plan. I put so much more of my weight in my faith than I do in fear. I love that. And you also have to get
0: really clear on how you make decisions. What, what does that yes feel like? What does that peace feel like in your heart? Where, you know, like you say, okay, I should just go back. That's so much easier. We just figure this out. But then what is the peace that you feel when you're like, "No, you need to move forward. You need to heal this issue and you need to you need to heal it for the generations." Like what does that feel like when you get that peace? That yes.
1: I mean, to me, anything that comes from my true alignment my higher self, you know, God, my angels, the energy behind that is so light and it's loving and it's kind. And anytime my ego um, wants to step in and and try to play, it's always a very like panicked, overwhelmed, anxious. Um, It's just, it's a very cold energy. And so I think it's paying attention to how you feel energetically when you're making these choices and this is don't get me wrong this choice of of not staying in my marriage has been a process over the last few years not just a oh i woke up and decided <laughs> this course. was right. yeah, this was a lot of you know soul coaching this was a lot of faith based coaching. This was a lot of conversations with God. This was a lot of like tuning into myself. This was a lot of counseling and date nights and turning over rocks and seeing if there was any area where I felt that yes, that like, okay, like I can find a pulse here and I can work with this. And I think that I look at my life and in the next year or three years or five years, it's like, do do I still want to be in this same energy? Do I feel like I can heal in this energy for me? And again, some people will listen to this and think, wow, that's really selfish, especially in a marriage. But it's actually, if you're not going to be selfish with how you're showing up in your life, with, with who you are in your life, with what's important to you and, and having the safety and the ability to communicate that then truly, for me, it's like, well, what's the point? I'm not here to just make everyone else happy. And it's, it's taken me, I mean, I'm 37, it's taken me 37 years to really, truly understand that it's okay to choose myself. It's okay to to want to do my own healing and to not feel like I need to explain that to somebody else. Absolutely. This is getting in alignment with yourself first. And I think that, that we all feel that even with small decisions, right? Like even with like, you know, whether it's lifestyle decisions, health decisions, decisions for your children, like we all feel that alignment with like, yeah, this is a yes. And so if you haven't started to, dive into this work, you have to really start to understand where, what do you feel like energetically when things are a yes for you? And what do you feel like? energetically.
0: Very clear on that. Right. And yeah. just to touch on the marriage thing, cause I don't want to make light of that either at all. I mean, and Keely and I even talked about this, but you know, <laughs> you're going to have to look God in the eye someday and say, I did everything I could, right? Like mm-hmm. this has been a process that has taken you to a place where, where that peace has come. And that is so important. I also think um, I always will show people and I'll put my hands in front, like hold my hands up in front of me and hold them equal to each other. And one equal one signifies God or angels and the other is, you know, Satan. If there's if there's good, then there's evil. Right. Or our, our entities around us. They cannot exist in the same space at the same time. It's impossible vibrationally. They can't. So when you feel alone and you feel that heaviness and that darkness, it's because, oh, and I should tell you, they have rules. (laughs) Our Mm -hmm. angels have rules. They can't yell at us. They can't force us to do anything. They respect our free agency. Their, Their job is to support and guide and all of those things. The adversaries, they don't have a lot of rules. They get to button line. They get to yell at us. They get to try and make us do things. It's the nature of, of the free agency, the temptation, right? So when you feel that loneliness or that darkness, you just invite your angels forward. It's just, oh, I see who's closer to me right now. <laughs> Scoop back, Satan, and come forth, angels. I'm calling my angels forward. And you'll feel the shift and, and choose that you'll feel the, the opportunity to choose the comfort and choose to feel God, right? You felt that, huh?
1: Yes, completely.
0: Yeah, I love it. Okay. Tell me this. What tools have you used to help you in those emotional moments? I know we're both essential oil girls. (laughs) So there's probably been that, but tell me about some of the tools, meditation, oils, God, tell me anything you've used that you feel like has really helped you.
1: I mean, I personally, obviously oils. I mean, Rose, console, forgive, peace, adaptive, um, Mm, you know, just, just custom blends. Rosemary has been a big draw for me. Mm -hmm. Um, just a lot of custom blends, just because I don't think people really understand the potency of the energy behind our oils. Like I know, I know a lot of people understand the, you know, the um, therapeutic properties as far as what it can do for your, for your body and for your own healing. But I don't think people truly understand the potency when it comes to the vibrational effect that these oils can have on us too, with our connection.
0: Vibrational and aromatherapy.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, Something that I've been very clearly told from my guides is you need to write. And so just sitting and the commitment to write for 15 minutes. And so often I'm like, I don't even like, I'm not a journaler at all, but (laughs) so often I'm like, I don't even know what to write. And then I'll just start writing. And, and literally whether it's just like, you know, personal, personal um, forgiveness that comes up or, or judgments that I've been holding onto, or, you know, even letters to myself, letters to my future self. um, I love that younger self like sitting and writing through this whole experience has been very therapeutic um i do have some crystals on hand that i just keep around me to keep my energy space really clean um and then i am a like i've just been diving deep into a lot of spirituality and just the the, these books that have been around for you know 100 plus years of just really understanding how powerful our mindset is. And when we, when we decide to step into co-creating with God and, um, being intentional with what I am pouring over myself, my body, my nervous system, my adrenals, um, my marriage, my children, um, just being really intentional with how I am actually, um, what thoughts i'm white knuckling onto and then realizing that so many thoughts, so many fear thoughts that are coming up are actually not mine. And so doing a practice of actually kind of stepping back and watching these thoughts either pass me by or if i have held on to them literally removing them and putting them into a box and handing them back to god and saying these aren't mine. These are these not mine. Aren't mine.
0: Take them. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And just getting still in those moments where that's why I love meditation so much is because you get still yeah. and you can organize, you can let your energy settle. You can let your mind make sense of itself. If we just slow down for 12 minutes a day, literally yeah. we can, our, our mind will organize itself. It will, mm-hmm. especially when we invite God in there. And I love that you do letters. Do you ever do letters to God?
1: You know, I have a couple times. I, it's interesting because I'll either find myself writing in first person or sometimes I'll find myself writing to somebody. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I've only done that a couple of times just cause I feel like um, when I, when I want to connect with him, I have such a clear communication in my head that it's just like an immediate, you know, um, it's just, a, a, it's a knowing. Yeah. It's a knowing. It really, mm-hmm. the, like I can feel the vibration and the energy of, of when I'm actually talking to God and, and, and feeling his voice and feeling his safety and feeling his love and, and feeling that, um, that true connection. And, and I think too, you know, asking, I think that that's something that people don't understand is the power of asking, like our angels as like the best entourage you could ever have.
0: Mm. Yes,
1: idol unless we ask. Unless we ask for specific signs, or we ask for specific guidance, or we ask for specific things to come in. And I think that you know, again, the sometimes the the energy of feeling shame around asking can come up too. Of like, oh, I don't, I don't need to ask for help, or I don't need to ask. You know, it's it's selfish to ask, and so
0: Mm-mm. I. Like, was- Oh, go ahead. Uh, my own child, if they're in trouble, I want them to ask me. If they have a question, I want them to come to me. That's how God is. He wants yeah. us to come to him, right? Yeah. And if I love how Keely has this this relationship with God that she's worked on. It takes time to get this relationship with God sometimes. And I just want to tell our listener that if that's not something you feel like you have, write a letter to God, dear God, this is how I'm feeling and lay it all out there. Don't hold back. He already knows. Mm-hmm. He, want, he wants you to put it through all those energy bodies, put it through your mental body and your spiritual body and your emotional body and your physical body. Put it through that countenance, that aura, get it all out there on the paper and tell him where you're at and then love McKay. And then without thinking, just open your heart. Don't use your brain, use your heart and write dear McKay or dear your name. And then just write and God will speak to you. I promise you God will speak to you. And then at the end, love God. And then don't read it right then. Walk away for a few hours or until the next morning. This is really great late, like three or four in the morning. It's really great where the energies are all settled. It's so clear. And you won't believe what you wrote. I promise God speaks to you. And Keely, I love how you bring up angels all the time. It's one of my favorite parts about you. I have to call my angels my committee because I talk about them so much. <laughs> but um, I love how you talk about them and they'll send us signs. It's not evil to ask for signs. When you ask for signs, you're saying, I don't believe unless I see a sign. But our angels love to know that we know they're communicating. Do you have any special things your angels do for you?
1: Uh, angel numbers, always. like from numbers. My, Yeah, numbers, like any triple digits. I know that they're communicating to me, telling me that I'm on the right path, telling me that I'm safe. And I think, too, it's a, a lot of connecting um, your angel numbers, you know, so many people can, there's so many interpretations of angel numbers, but for me, the overall umbrella is that you're on the right path. You're safe. We're with you. We're guiding you, you know, trust your intuition.
0: We're aware we're with you. Mm -hmm. Keep moving forward. Yes.
1: Or I will ask for a specific question. I will ask for a specific, you know, like is this the right choice for this? And, you know, if that's the case, like, can you just confirm that? And sometimes I'll ask, like, I want three confirmations today. Um, I love that. Other signs are feathers, you know, kind of the angels being around you. Um, You know, oftentimes when I'm out on my walks or even sometimes when I'll, I'll be cleaning my house and there'll be a random feather in my house. And, you know, it's like feathers are another big angel sign for me, but a lot of times it's angel numbers. So if you like glance down at your phone and it's 222 or 1111. <laughs> yep. A lot of times those are angels just reminding you that they're there and that you're supported.
0: You've got that support. Yes. I love that so much. Okay. Well, you've talked about some of the generational traumas another cool thing that happens when we do this kind of work is you start to see the strengths that also came through in your genes, even in situations where you yeah, got some crappy genes in some ways, right? <laughs> Not that you did, Keely, but mm-hmm. I work with people who the generational stuff can be dark yeah. and, and horrific, but there's also strengths that are always pushed down through that DNA as well. So what strengths have you seen shown up that have have helped you pull through this and helped you realize like holy cow I love that about myself.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that my biggest strength is just courage, being willing to make a decision and even in the face of adversity. And this has this has been shown through starting my businesses, you know, kind of that I don't know how this is going to turn out. I know it will turn out because it's very aligned, like I can feel that energy. Mm-hmm. But just just the the leadership and the courage. And and I say leadership not in a sense of like leading anybody else, but leading myself. Yes. And yes, um, choosing myself and being okay to step into that. And I I I just I see so many people living their life by default and looking at other people's lives through, kind of through the window of like, oh, that's so awesome for her. Or that's so great that she made that decision or she's finding that success. And and the only difference between me and anyone else in this world is just, I'm so willing to make mistakes. I'm so willing to be courageous when it comes to something that I am passionate about and I'm excited about. And and or something that I know needs to change, and mm-hmm. so I think for me my biggest strength that I've been given is my courage to make really hard decisions or to have really hard conversations, and um, to heal to heal a lot of of what some of it has been mine, but a lot of it has been generational. It's almost like I feel like I've been chosen for this time.
0: Oh and- my goodness, girl you know? Yes. Our generation has been chosen. It's funny. There's like a reset every four generations. And here we are a generation scientifically is it's like between 24 and 36 years or something. I always do like 33 years. So that was the late 1800s and was four generations ago. And here we go for our reset. We see it happening all around us. So it's time to overcome the crap. It's time to let this stuff go. And while you're talking and I'm hearing about this courage that you have, you also support your body nutritionally. Like Mm -hmm. if you're feeling this, this urge to, I've got to change this. I have to fix this, but I have no energy and I don't, I can't get myself off the floor, you know, start with your physical body. The savior always fed people physically, temporally, before he fed them spiritually. You've got to get the nutrients in your body so you have the physical energy. Mm -hmm. And then the spiritual stuff is as hard as it it is. It's so empowering. It's so inspiring. It so quickly moves you forward that you can't stop. You Mm -hmm. keep going. Oh my gosh. I love you so much, Keely. Okay. So has this moved you forward into your, your personal, your personal passion, your personal soul purpose or soul mission?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that so often our mess becomes our message, right? Mm, I love that.
0: I never heard that.
1: (laughs) I really do. And this, I mean, this past year has been a lot of a mess. <laughs> and I'm, but I'm grateful. And I'm, I'm proud of myself. And I, if I can turn around, I'm such a teacher by nature. I'm such a, a, a coach and a, I, you know, I, I've cracked the code on this and let me, let me just share my story with you and see if that helps you to crack your own code. Not that I have the answers for anyone other than myself, but sometimes we can gleam inspiration or our angels will give us downloads as we're listening to something. Yes. And you know, if that, if my voice is a part of that for somebody else, um, that is what I've been put on this earth to do is to have such a greater impact to empower and whether that's through doTERRA Essential Oils or whether that's through, you know, whatever this next chapter, this little rebirth that mm-hmm. I, uh, brings forward, I know that I am being guided through this. And, you know, sometimes it can it can feel like uh, a little bit of a sacrificial goat, <laughs> you know, where it's like... <gasps> you know i've had to go through some some hard things to get to the other side of this and not that my healing is ever completed but i do know that there is so much space for just women to hold space for other women and men to step into their healing because once once you can recognize that you don't need to judge yourself for your your traumas But you do need to take some self-accountability that as an adult, it is now your choice to carry those with you. Um, Yes,
0: and link arms. Link arms with the ones who are doing it. Pay attention because – women are also influence. I think men are naturally when they're in their their masculine energy, they're protectors, they're providers, not just financial providers, mm-hmm. but oh my gosh, when you've got your man behind you and believing in you and they're providers of so many things. But women, we are the influence. We mm-hmm. always have been. And I think it's the most powerful gift that any creature could ever be given is the gift of influence. And so once you start figuring these things out and you step in and step up and link arms, we're going to start to change this whole generation and we're going to change the generations to come. And that's my my little lingo. My little goal is to help us to now begin the generational legacy, to bring health back, to bring emotional health back, to bring respect and self-love and confidence back, right? Creation. So you are certainly on your way with your, with this beautiful generational legacy that you're creating in your life. And I love watching it unfold. Thank you so much. Do you have any last thing you want to tell anybody, any message that you want to share?
1: I just think that, you know, you get one life and we all don't know how much time we're promised. And at the end of the day, I don't ever want to wake up and think, gosh, I should have probably taken my healing more serious, or I should have taken that chance on myself because truly nobody's going to take a chance on you. You're the only one who's, who is here to, to do your own work. And, you know, we're, we're kind of in a world now where everything is so automated and, and, you know, kind of done for us, right?
0: Mm I feel
1: like this is one area that it will continue to show up in your life, whether it's with a relationship, whether it's with, you know, a business, whether it's with your, your, your actual physical body, whether it's with your health, a lot of the things that manifest are actually happening for you to heal, not to you to punish you. And so it's shifting that mindset of like, wow, I, I have control to heal this and calling in the right people to help guide you. The people who are, you know, centered in the right energy and the people who can give you the tools to allow you to do the work every day. This is not just a, I do a single coaching call and I'm healed. This is a, Choosing in every day to do this work and to peel back the layers and to love yourself enough to make this a priority. That's the true self-love, in my opinion, is you know, showing up for yourself and healing these things and being able to look back and say, wow, I did that. I consciously chose to heal the, these traumas that have been defining who I am. And really allowing yourself the permission to, to be someone new tomorrow. I will tell you the person I will be in a year from now will be completely different than the woman who's talking to you today. And I'm proud of that.
0: (laughs) That is so forward thinking, so inspirational and so exciting. And I just, if you're listening and you're thinking, I don't even, I can't even see straight. I don't even know how I do this. I need to move forward. Take your own sabbatical. Mm-hmm. Take three days. And go check yourself into a hotel or find somewhere you can stay by yourself. Turn off your phone and find your new direction. Get with God. Get with your angels and find the new start. I promise it can work. Right, Keeley? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. So well, thank you so much. I adore you. I love you. I know everyone loves you. And you've really brought some amazing points. The things you brought up today. I just had chills about six times and they were the tools. It's the real story. It's the real thing. You can't do this without God. Know that you have the support from your angels. Get yourself healthy and do the work. And if you can hear in her voice, it's joyful.
1: It is.
0: It's so joyful. All right, my darling. Thank you. I love you. Thank you, everyone, for listening and have an amazing day. Okay, guys, now is the time to end these old patterns. So I have a gift for you. I want to help you release and heal so you can move forward. Remember, when you heal generational issues, you heal them backwards for your predecessors and forwards for your posterity. The buck literally stops with you. So hop on over to McKayTow2.com. And I will walk you through an experience, heart, mind, body, spirit. That's the way I roll. I do experiences. I want you to feel it. And we will begin this process. Millennials, you are the generational healers of our time. You were literally born for this. Don't worry. I got you, girl.